What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as, hopefully, clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as, hopefully, clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. Today, we have my good friend, Ashley Reese, with Defining Moment Fitness. I always want to put, like, define... Like moments, you know. I don't know right, why I, right. I mess it up, but I got it right this time. It only takes one. <laughs> it only takes one defining moment. <laughs> and you and you would think like everybody adds an S to my name, I'd be like you know more cognizant of that, but no, yeah. bad stuff, man. What's up, man? It's good to good to have you on here. We made it happen. Yeah, I uh, I love uh, I love what you're doing, and 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 really uh, grateful to be a part of it, honestly. So yeah. I know it's been a little bit, and um, but I'm finally on here. So. Yeah, no, um, we've known each other for what, five years, maybe, like, something to that effect, if not more. Oh, God, I was thinking, like, eight or nine. Yeah, I mean, you know, back back in the day, we had more corporate-sized jobs, and now we're both doing our own thing, so, um, you know, you've had a lot of success, um, and I think it would be really awesome if we could start. I remember seeing your poster up at the gym way back in the day. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, starting off in Greenville or Spartanburg, South Carolina, or? Yeah, Greenville. 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 Upstate, South Carolina. Oh, the upstate. Everyone just like this, you know, basically it's like Charleston and then it's the upstate, right? And right. So, balling that all in together. So, yeah, tell us what life was like in the upstate. Oh, goodness. Oh, well, um, Greenville is, uh, is home. I'm, I'm much more of a lake and mountain person than I am an ocean person. Uh, we rarely go to the ocean, even though I love Charleston. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but uh, yeah, grew up in, in Greenville, um, more specifically uh, Pickens, uh, which is the, the foothills of uh, Table Rock. Um, went to school there. Uh, never really uh, set out to be on a, in, a, in a fitness career or a, a fitness journey. Uh, I always wanted to be a police officer. Uh, went to high school, played some baseball, um, kind of got burned out of, uh, sports and, you know, do what all people do when they get lazy. They, uh, you know, <laughs> stop moving. <laughs> um, uh, and just, uh, gained a lot of weight in high school and, uh, you know, gained even more in college. You know, I think a lot of people have the freshman 15. I think I had the freshman 35, um, graduated college at, uh, 305 pounds, 308 pounds. Shut up. Yeah, a lot of people don't uh We've never really fully talked so, about yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um but uh, you know, um high school and college had its own own uh, own challenges, not just physically, but you know, mentally and emotionally and sure. uh, even some spiritual, but um, you know, 300 and 308 pounds when I graduated college and you know, really just had uh uh a moment in time where you know kind of I got the name of our our studio here uh defining moment fitness um where I just kind of you know analyzed myself and where I was at uh with life and I didn't like what I saw and uh I knew it in that moment that uh the change had to be made uh not just physically but you know mentally and emotionally and um so I made a choice 
to kind of, uh, you know, into some relationships, you know, um, kind of secluded myself for uh, a little bit of time, you know, and uh, it got me right. Um, spent some time getting to understand me and, you know, really what I wanted out of life. I uh, got a gym membership and uh, kind of uh, set the course there from there. I'm from Pickens, you know, we didn't, you know, we didn't have a lot of trainers there. We had one YMCA and that was the closest gym, you know, other than your backyard for probably 30, 40 miles. Um, you know, definitely couldn't afford a trainer or any kind of group classes on that, but I could afford a $20 membership. So, um, you know, my, my, uh, at 308 pounds, I think I had a 44, uh, in my pants size, triple X in my shirt. Uh, I could literally eat, you know, two Whoppers and a king size fry and a Coke and then still be hungry an hour and a half later. Uh, if that gives you any perspective of, of kind of where I was at when I was, 22 years old and in uh in this time of life but um my uh <clears throat> my regime was uh four egg whites with two pieces of wheat toast in the morning for breakfast uh a lettuce sal uh, <laughs> a lettuce salad for lunch literally had a little bit of turkey on it and some vinegar uh 2 hours of cardio in which I would just go as hard as I could on the elliptical every single day mm -hmm. uh and then literally a bowl of lettuce at nighttime with vinegar on it um and that was my that was my fitness regime, you know. How um, long did you do that? Oh man, uh, I saw some results from it really, really quick. So sure. it kind of motivated me. But yeah. uh, I lost down to uh, 172 pounds uh, in about a seven-month time frame, and uh, you know, literally had the mentality of, man, I'm never going back to 308 again. Uh, you know, I'm going to go as small as I possibly can. So mm -hmm. probably almost even drove myself into kind of some eating disorders and you know, an uh, imbalanced lifestyle. You know, my, my life was built around working out and trying to lose weight and staying as skinny as I possibly could. I think I got down to a 28 in my pants size, um, medium shirt, you know. Um, but I remember wearing my pants too big for at least another year just so I could remind myself of where I've come from so it can motivate me to kind of stay there. But um, but anywho, so you um, lost all the weight and then uh, didn't become a police officer. I actually became a fireman uh, in Greenville City fire department for a couple of years. Um, I was kind of a fitness guy, you know, we would have uh, downtime in the day. I would put my, my air pack on and all my gear and, uh, you know, go into the treadmill and walk on a 15 incline at a jog pace for 45 minutes to an hour with all my gear on, you know, and my, my philosophy was, is if anybody's going into a house fire, you know, this guy was coming out of it and I was going to pull out everybody that I could in the process, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, but I did that for <clears throat> about a year and a half. Uh, a guy on my shift um, was a personal trainer part time, and uh, you know he'd always say, "Reese, you got good cardio, man, but you ain't got no muscle. You know, you need to put some muscle on, boy. We need to teach you how to eat." Um, so I was like, "All right, I'll, I'll listen to you. I'll listen to you. I, I think you know what you're talking about. You got some arms, you know, that are size 32, and you know, <laughs> bigger than your waist, right? And you got a big chest. You." You know, you train some athletes. Let me listen to you for a little bit. So I uh, got up with a guy, uh, a group of about six to seven people uh, when we get off the shift and I'd go lift weights with them. And uh, I got up to about 190, 192, you know, nice and lean, um, you know, taught me balance between cardio and then kind of how to put muscle on and, and you know, uh, you know, good macronutrient eating and stuff like that. So he helped me out. And, and honestly, I just kind of stumbled into the, the fitness industry. Um, our church was actually opening a facility up in the upstate. 
um, called the Imagine Center. It's a 27,000 square foot facility, three basketball courts in the middle of it. Uh, and it was going to be owned by a nonprofit, you know, church. Um, and they were going to run a for-profit business that any profit that it made, it would actually come back into the church and actually fund the outreach ministry of the church. And, you know, at this stage in my life, I was like, man, I really love being a fireman, but man, how cool would it be to be a part of this? You know, to really impact people on a daily basis, not just when, you know, a fire bell goes off mm-hmm. um, or you're called to duty, you know, um, but to impact people on a daily basis, you know, maybe eight to 15 clients a day. Um, and for me at that point in time, I was like, man, that really sounds interesting. So I kind of got certified. One thing kind of led to another. Um, and I ended up going to work for the guy who, who started the, uh, the Imagine Center. Um, <clears throat> but it wasn't quite open yet. So we, we went to a little bit of Anytime Fitness uh, in the upstate, uh, right there off of, uh, um, I think it was uh, Woodruff Road or, oh man, I don't even know the name of the road anymore. Um, but uh, there's kind of where I learned how to do personal training. You know, we didn't have a big volume. We didn't have a, we didn't have big gym space. Um, you pretty much, you know, had to go to the local vitamin shop and, and build your clientele there and, and offer free workouts. Um, they didn't have an influx of new members. And, you know, that's kind of where there where I've kind of learned the art of word of mouth and, you know, uh, kind of using marketing, uh, social media, and so on and so forth. You went to the vitamin shop? Uh, can you just, yeah. sorry, you can't just yeah. glaze over that. Vitamin I'm, shop, GNC. You just like walk into the vitamin shop and be like, hey, 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 who wants to work out with Ashley Reese? Right, right. Hey, hey, uh, what, what are you here for? You're here to lose weight? Hey, man, I can help you with that. Come see me at any time fitness. You know? Really? Yeah, I mean. That's ballsy. Right, you had to learn how to talk to people, man. Yeah. So, um, the vitamin was, people didn't care. <laughs> no, 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 because I was just there to give them advice and, uh, you know, suggestions to their customers and actually have, trying to help them sell supplements, you know? Dude, you're a hustler. That's amazing. Not a lot of people um, will do that. I don't care what kind of situation they're yeah. in. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, but I think, uh, I think there's, you know, big things come from, you know, small beginnings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I definitely had a humble beginning. Um, and then uh, about seven months into that, we actually opened the 27,000 square foot facility. And uh, my boss at the time was like, all right, Reese, you're my manager. You need to go hire 11 people. And I was like, what? What what does that look like? I don't I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know. You'll figure it out. You figured it out this far. You can figure it out. Um, so we set out to uh, to um, hire a staff, uh, and then uh, I hired about nine trainers. Taught them how to train. Taught them everything that I had learned in the past seven months. And uh, you know now we actually had marketing systems in place. We actually had advertising on TV, and so it was a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so we sp- I spent time there, kind of building a team and, and developing trainers. Um, and then about a year later, we were very successful. Um, I I can't even tell you how many clients that we had. Uh, I know we were making some money. Um, and then you know uh, a local gym here in Charleston that used to have uh, thirteen locations actually called us and like what we were doing in the upstate and said, would you move down here and kind of expand your program and how you guys do things uh, here? So I was like, shoot, I'm ambitious. You know, I'm, I'm ready for a change. I'm, I, can, I can handle more. Mm-hmm. Um, so we moved to Charleston. He and uh, my, my boss and I, and we moved to Charleston, and I lived with him for six months. Uh, we took over seven of the 13 clubs, in which that's when I kind of met you. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, we built a, we built a, uh, a business here from two trainers. Uh, about three years later, we had uh, 72 trainers, um, six managers, and we were rocking and rolling. Um, and then, honestly, I had another defining moment. <laughs> um, we know, we were impacting 
thousands of people, uh, 13 locations wide. Um, we had an incredible staff, incredible trainers. Um, but I found myself kind of going after a sales number and after, you know, um, you know, volume and, you know, quantity. Um, and I really had to ask myself a question of like, what am I really doing to really impact people? You know, I got into this because I want to make that that change and help somebody make that change um, the way that I didn't really have it whenever I was going through the, through the process. Yep. Um, and so I uh, I called a meeting with my boss and told him that I was I was done and um, kind of stepped out of that position um, and just kind of became a trainer for a little bit. Kind of got my roots back into training and working with clients one on one in the gym. Uh, and then, uh, you know, went to a rental space, uh, with some of our friends that I knew in the area. Um, and we just, you know, we rented for a little bit and I just kind of ran my business and ran my clientele and, you know, brought it back to the grassroots of just, you know, paying my bills and, and really just seeing the impact that I was actually, uh, applying to people's life. Uh, and my job satisfaction really started climbing, climbing and climbing and climbing. And, uh, I kind of regained um, you know, why ultimately to do this in the first place, you know, so, um, to now it's, you know, the place that I was renting from actually came for sale. Um, I bought it and said, shoot, if I could run 13 or 14 statewide, I know that I can, I can handle one. Um, and this is going to be like a place that I've never, you know, ran before. Um, and, uh, you know, a year and a half ago I bought it and I've, uh, been in the process of building a, uh, an awesome, amazing team that, you know, I have to credit to all of our success. Um, you know, it's not just me and, uh, what I think that I know, um, it's, it's what we do as a team. Uh, and it's the results and the, uh, the encouragement that we bring to our clients. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm humbled still to this day and, um, you know, I love what I do. And I'm long-winded, so Eve, you just tell me to shut it up and stop, man. Um, but, uh, you know, it's been a great journey, and I can't wait to continue to grow. And I know that uh, you and I have several lunches, you know, and we try to get together once a month and kind of chat about business. And yeah. those are sometimes highlights of my of my life, man. But, um, it's, you know. Yeah, it's such a good story. I mean, it's such a good story. Seeing somebody who can come, you know, I think from – not really any formal training and then get to the point where you are now and have these, you know, there's probably more defining moments, I'm sure. But like in this context, these two big defining moments that get you back to kind of like your why and your grassroots, like you're very goal oriented. You can tell, right? right? Like you see this goal and you're going to do whatever you can to get to that goal, you know, and not to say at the expense of other people, but like I'm going to hit that goal no matter what I got to do. Right. Right. And now, you've got to find a way to kind of like stay grounded despite right. that. Right? right. And like, I don't know. I kind of want to like explore that a little bit. Like, what do you think you can do now or even anybody to kind of like stay grounded? Cause it's like, I'm sure there's so many people out there who are just like, that's all I'm going to do. Right. I just need to gain 10 pounds of muscle. I need to complete this workout. I need to hit this PR. I need to lose this amount of weight. Like I know for a fact, I have conversations all the time. PT wise, like we're like, I'm injured, but I'm still going to do this no matter what, you know? So maybe what are some strategies that you've had in place to kind of keep you grounded to make sure that, you know, you don't just get so single-minded and focused that you can continue to stay grounded. Yeah. I think one is, uh, you know, honestly family, you know, I think, uh, 
you can surround yourself with great mentors and, and great friends. Um, but honestly, your family will tell you how it is. You know, sure. your family and, and their reactions and responses to um, your decisions, how you react, your emotions, I think that'll tell you more than, than anything. Um, you know, I don't have to make a decision. I don't, I don't make a decision until I talk to my wife first. You know, smart man. <laughs> she'll, she'll let me know really quick where my uh, my priorities are. Yeah. Um, and if she sees my priorities getting out of whack, she's gonna be the first one to speak up. Um, you know, I think sometimes friends will hesitate. You know, uh, because you know they like you know comfortability or yeah, they, they don't like, want to hurt your feelings. Yeah, yeah. And they want you to strive for the stars. You yeah. know. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, like I don't want to strive for the stars if if my wife and my kids are still you know on planet Earth. Um, you know, so I think, you know, number one is surrounding yourself, um, and having a relationship with your wife and and family, Mm. uh, to let them, you know, be honest with you and open. I think number two is, is surrounding yourself with good people and team members. Um, you know, I've, I don't like to call myself, you know, a boss or, you know, the owner of the facility, because honestly, like I'm there, you know, I'm there to serve them more than they are to serve me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my people will tell me when I'm screwing up faster than <laughs> faster than anything. Yeah. Ashley, you need to check yourself. Yeah. Ashley, move out of the way. Let me do my job. Yeah. Ashley, and honestly, that's what I want. I want I want to create a team that we all grow from each other uh, and we all hold each other accountable um, because honestly, that's what's going to make us the best and that's what's going to, uh, you know, allow us to strive to become better individuals uh, not just a team, but if we're all becoming better individuals because of the people that we're surrounded by, you know, man, that's one heck of a team. Uh, and, and that team is impacting one heck of a group of people. Yeah. Um, and that overflows into clients who overflows into families to overflows into communities, you know? Um, but, um, I think uh, that's going to be my short answer for that one. But. Yeah. Yeah. That, that brutal, <laughs> the, I know you can keep going. That brutal honesty is key. And I think you, you even did that knowingly or unknowingly when you had that defining moment in high school and college too, right? Like you told me that you isolated yourself. You probably looked around and saw people that were not, you know, helping you get to the stars or not giving you that honesty, not helping you to become whatever the best version of yourself. And I feel like that's where a lot of people get stuck too, you know, like people who are trying to lose weight or trying to make some big lifestyle changes. You probably have surrounded yourself with people at that point who have a very similar lifestyle than you do, you know, and you see that a lot. It's like, oh crap, like, are you ready to completely isolate yourself but to make sure that you become a healthy person? Most people are not ready for that, right? Like, oh my God, that's scary as all get out. Like having a community, we focus on this a lot, like in the podcast is a big part of being healthy is surrounding yourself with the community, right? Like we have a lot of CrossFit people in here, a lot of like gym owners, like that community aspect is so real and being a part of one. But what is understated, which I want to focus on now, is sometimes getting rid of your current community because it's not helping you become a healthy person. And like, who's supposed to be number one? Like, you can't serve anybody, right? The whole oxygen mask thing. Put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you put it on anybody else. And right. you need to do that sometimes. Right. It's scary. Yeah, I mean, I think the I think community is. I mean, it's important for everybody. You you don't need to isolate yourself <clears throat> from the good things in your life. You know. Um, you know, for me, it was isolating myself from, you know, some toxic friendships and some toxic relationships. And honestly, going to the gym, I created new ones. 
you know, I created a new healthy ones. I mean, I remember being the only guy in step classes, but I found my community amongst, you know, a bunch of females who wanted to be healthy and was one to encourage the only guy that was in the class, yeah. you know? Um, and, 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 and it, oddly enough, you know, even when I was at the fire department, you know, it was a community within a community. Um, the fire department was a community in itself, but when I went to the gym with those select few guys, like that was a community within a community. Um, and while other ones were, you know, maybe not going to the gym or not working out or not whatever, I chose to put myself in a community with these, um, these other, this group of people and actually go to the gym, you know, when we got off shift, um, you know, and I think that's what we do so well. I mean, one of our, one of our questions in our, you know, assessment or our success sessions that we like to call them, uh, in our facility, um, you know, we always ask the person that we're meeting with, you know, um, how is, how is the at home? You know, does the husband work out? Does the wife work out? Um, do they support what you're doing? Because sometimes the biggest challenge is not the program that I'm going to put in front of you or you showing up to the gym. The biggest challenge is going to be that hindrance at home. Because if you're going home and you're going to eat chicken breasts and sweet potatoes and broccoli and asparagus and all this lovely stuff, and the spouse or, you know, the roommates or whoever it is at home is want to eat pizza every night. Our biggest challenge is going to get your mind wrapped around the right thing to do and not around the tempting thing to do, you know. Um, and so sometimes we're, we're not striving to necessarily go around that. But we're trying to, how can I help your husband be on this program with you? You know, does it, is it going to take me making him out of meal plan as well? Is it gonna take you, mil, you know, making the food and and preparing it for your whole your whole home? Because honestly, we have a saying at our studio that we don't want to just impact the person that's in front of us. We actually want to impact the family, you know. Because if I can get the husband or the wife to flow down to the other spouse, down to the kids, now I've impacted generations, you know. And we are we are um, we have an expansion mindset around our studio, not just. You know, we don't want to just build our community, hold on tight to our community, and hold on tight to our little group of people who want to, you know, call to find a fitness home. We want to take those people and actually spread it out to more people. Um, you know, so we're we're uh, we're big into creating that atmosphere and that culture, um, not within just not just within the studio, but within our people to take home with them. So, um, yeah, I love that expansion mindset. I mean, I would find it. Very, very difficult, and I'm sure you've seen this too, of somebody who doesn't have the support at home for them to be successful long term. You know, we talk about this a few times in a couple other podcasts. It's like, man, if there's like a Whopper and fries and a milkshake next to me every single day, (laughs) I'm able to say no one time, three times, five times, 15 times, whatever. But at some point, it's going to, my willpower is going to give way. You know, but if I go home every day and there's asparagus and chicken breast and healthy meals... And, and other people that work out, like my chances of success increase exponentially. Yeah, my grandmother used to, when I was losing weight, she'd be like, "Honey, child, you you losing weight too fast. I mean, go go in there and get a honey bun. You know, yeah. the best thing for me was to lose weight and to get healthy and fit. But my grandma, <laughs> my grandmother meant well. Yeah, you know, um, but she ultimately could have hindered you know my process or my progress and and ultimately what was best for me you know so i think sometimes family means well um but can also slow you down in the yeah. process so. it was a different time back yeah, then yeah. you know like 
where food was scarce. Like food is not scarce right now. Right. You know what I mean? Like we do not have that problem. We have the exact opposite problem. Right. Which right. is fortunately or unfortunately, you know, pros and cons with both. Yeah. yeah. I think sometimes it's having too many choices, you know. Um, you know, you've got the keto, you've got the paleo, you've got the, you know, uh, the flexible diet, you've got, uh, you know, vegetarian, vegan, you got all these things. So sometimes, you know, um, having too many choices yeah. is, is the wrong thing. I mean, look around Charleston, you've got fitness, you know, out the wazoo here, you know, um, but you need to find out, you know, what's, what is best for you and what is, what is going to give you that culture to help you succeed yeah. uh, and what is going to surround you with. Um, you know, not just a path that works, but the path that helps you find the best version of you, period. Uh, and then balance, you know, because yeah. ultimately why I was losing weight, I didn't have balance. I went from eating, you know, probably 4,000 calories a day to eating 1,000. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't recommend yeah. somebody, if somebody <laughs> no, came to you no, now no, at no. 300 pounds no. and said, I want to get down to 175. Right. You're not going to put them on the... Uh, you know, Ashley Reese, no, never lettuce never. and a couple pieces of turkey and wheat toast diet. You never know, doing the elliptical for two hours. Yeah, you know, and I think that another interwoven theme is just like all these things matter. Like food choices matter. Like working out regularly matters, and like what kind of workouts you do. But like, what is the number one thing? Is like just consistently doing right. something on a regular basis, right? And like reaching whatever that goal is, yeah. like. Of course you need balance. Of course you you know you can tweak other things, but like if you're just starting out, just like yeah, find a community, find people you like, know and trust and then just stick with it and the other things. You know, I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah. How many times have you seen it? Right. Hundreds, thousands at this point Probably, yes. of people making that transformation, giving them their defining moment over and over again. Right. What can you do consistently? That that's where your success yeah. is going to lie. You know, whatever so simple. that might be. Like, yeah. Right? Right. But not easy. But, you know, I think the hardest, the hardest part is getting started. You know, it's the, it's the, it's the first initial 21, 30 days, you know, letting your body grab a hold of what it's not used to doing. You know, I remember, I remember going to bed starving at nighttime, you know, and the only thing that didn't make me go in there and eat was, man, I got results from this. I'm going to keep, that's what motivated me to stay mm-hmm. on it. Um, it wasn't livable until... You know, I changed habits and I changed it in my mindset and I let my body adapt. But your body's a hermit. Your body wants to stay consistent, even in its unhealthy stage or mm-hmm. its healthy stage. It wants to stay exactly where it's at, um, yeah. you know, and and, you know, even though your body knows that it needs a change and it needs something better, your mind is going to go, no, 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 we can't do that. We're we're dying. We're starving ourselves. Ugh. You know, your your mind will play tricks on you. Um, but usually, ten, you know. Usually you hit the 21 to 30 day mark and things start to change. You know, then that's when it becomes more consistent. And, and that's when, right, and then your new normal. Uh, and then you can fine tune from there. Uh, and then it becomes easier. Now it's a habit, it's a lifestyle. Now you just want more of it because you feel so good at where you're at. Um, but then in there, you still have to find balance. Yeah. You know, working out can't consume you. You know, yeah. um, gotta have family, you gotta have a social life, you right. gotta have, yeah, a good balance of all those. Things. What I love that we talked about earlier, and it was kind of offline, and we do this, this something very similar in our practice, is I'm sure you get some of those people in who want to start a fitness program, and they want to dip their toes in, and be like, hey, can I do one 30-minute session per week? You know, I just want to go in, or somebody comes in and says, hey, my, I've had back pain for 15 years, you know, can we just fix this in one visit? And 
you know, in both of those scenarios, it's like, I want to get the best outcome for you. First of all, this is why we're saying this, but I'm going to need to see you on a regular basis over an extended period of time to get this right. You know, if you want to lose weight, if you want to become healthy in your body, this is not going to take one 30 minute session every single week. It's going to take hours of work and I will not be serving you and giving you the best version of yourself if we just do this small little one-off session or these little 30-minute sessions where you can barely get your heart rate up. Yeah. You know, and getting, like I said, the hardest thing is getting started. I don't want to start and then have to start. It's super frustrating. I want you, if this is going to be your start, I'm going to make sure we're, we're going to take this sucker all right. the way. I'm going to give you the, the highest probability of success. And this is the program that we do for that. And I, lo- I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, you know, kind of what we do is we, at our facility, we like to ask for a three-month commitment. You know, because I think anything can give you good results in 30 days. But nothing's going to give you a, a life-altering change um, without it being at least two or three months long. You know, um, And that's going to vary depending on the person I'm sitting in front of. But we, we ask for a minimum of eight weeks. Um, but most of our program is 90 days. You know, in, in that respect, we don't, we, don't let, uh, we don't let most clients do one day a week. Um, you know, we will under special conditions. Yeah. Um, we're not big 30-minute push guys um, and ladies. Um, you know, um, but again, everything is, everything is customized to the program. So everything is customized to the individual that we're, we're sitting in front of. But for an average person in general, we're asking for at least two days a week. Most, most of the times we're asking for three and for a night day commitment. Why? Because really it just comes down to accountability. You know, most people, there's great workout programs out there on, on Google. There's great workout facilities in Charleston. Um, you can find a nutrition plan anywhere, mm-hmm. you know. Um, information the, is free at this point. Right. You know. <laughs> they have the information. It's, it's the accountability to do it. It's the having someone make you do it because, again, your body and your mind is going to fight you every step of the way when you're trying to make a change. And if I can coach you and hold you accountable to do something, to see that change long enough, then you're going to stick with it. Second thing is just consistency. You know, we want to create something consistent in your body to where your body can actually change. You know, if you do, you know, high intensity this week, CrossFit next week, you know, Pilates the next week, yoga the next week, can you see some results? Maybe because you move more, um, but you didn't do anything long enough and consistently enough to actually see the result that that that, that could actually give you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, and then really it's just motivational piece. Honestly, if I see you one day a week, you're probably not going to be that motivated. But if you've got to see my face two or three days a week and you know that I'm going to be following up with you yeah. on phone calls. You're getting that much. Actually, there's no way you're not right. motivated. You yep. know, you know if, I can just, if I can keep you engaged for 30 days with accountability, you being consistent, and then motivating you to do it for 30 days, you know, imagine the you that you can be in 30 days. You know, uh, I'm a big motivator and I'm a big empowerer, so I'm not going to go into that right now. Yeah. Because uh, I'll get real we'll loud. We'll do a part two. I'll that. get real loud in this microphone. Yeah. Um, Same here. But really, I, I, want, I want to see somebody long enough that they can actually have change and they can actually see that change, feel that change, and then it actually becomes a lifestyle change. Um, and, you know, um, you know, I just met with someone the other day and uh, the analogy that I told her uh, was, you know, she, she wanted to... Uh, do one 30-minute session a week. Um, she's a hairstylist. Um, and then she said, what about two 30-minute sessions a week? And I said, well, ma'am, I said, we can get you started at that, but I said, that's really not going to be efficient for you. 
I said, she goes, oh, well, that doesn't make sense. I mean, most people would just sign me up and let me just get started. I was like, well, that's really not who we are. You know, we're very much a results-oriented goal, uh, facility, and I know what it's going to take to get some results and get good, sustainable results, not just a quick crash diet result. And I said, so much like you, I said, you know, if I came to you and I just wanted my bangs trimmed, but the rest of my hair looked like junk, I said, what would you tell me? You'd probably tell me to get lost, right? I said, so you coming to me and telling me you want one or two 30-minute sessions a week when we can offer these great results in this 90-day program customized for you, that's like me coming to you saying, hey, just trim my bangs. Don't worry about the rest of the crazy bird's nest, you know? Right. Um, She looked at me like I was crazy, but that's okay. I get that look a lot. Um, (laughs) But, you know, we want to to give somebody – a path to success. We want to hold them accountable to that path. We want to challenge them while they're on that path. We want to motivate them to stay on that path. And then as they go down this journey, they can define, you know, their new normal. They can define what is my next step. And as I lose this 20 pounds, am I willing to take that next step for this and so on and so forth. So it's a very progressive, um, it's a very progressive path. Um, and I just want to hold you accountable to your own goals and, and make you be consistent with it. Um, here I go on a tangent again. Yeah, so no, it's, man, it's, such, it's such good stuff. Um, you know, we, we talked a little bit beforehand, so we're going to have to cut it pretty quick and short. But I still want to go through some of the Spitfire stuff. But what I'm always interested in, and this is, could be a good one for you, is what your definition of healthy is. What's your definition of a healthy person? The definition of a healthy person. Yeah, you look at a healthy, wow. you know, person, and what do they, you know, what do they look like? Describe them, you know, whatever. Just like what, what you know, we kind of reviewed a lot of it, but like yeah. if you had to summate it, kind of in like in a sentence or two, Ashley. Okay, <laughs> not a paragraph. What are you asking of me? Um, my definition of healthy. Yeah. Man, I think that's defined by the individual. To be honest with you, um, as a trainer and, and a coach, it's it's not my job to define healthy for you, to be honest with you. Um, I think that is a self-definition. I love that uh, answer. When I, was three, when I was 308, you could have asked me. I would have told you I was healthy. Why? Because my body was happy where it was. Mm-hmm. You know, my mindset wasn't. Um, when I was 172, I could have defined you as healthy as 172 because I wasn't 308 anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, didn't have muscle. It's like right. an ever-evolving kind right. of like thing. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I think that the fitness industry has done great of putting parameters, you know, just like gauges on your car. You know, when you have the E-light on, your car's telling you you need gas. Mm-hmm. When the oil light's on, hey, change the oil. You know, you have, these, you have these dials in your life, high blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, you know, hypothyroidism, um, all these gauges that can kind of point you like, hey, you need to go get che- a checkup because your health is not in, in, in line with where it needs to be. Um, but I ultimately think the definition of healthy is defined by the person, you know, um, when I was 22 or when I was 24 and, and beefy, you know, six pack of abs, muscles, I can go run five miles, you know, five, five miles for three times a week and lift some heavy weight. That was my definition of healthy. You know, now I'm 36, I'm 11 years down the road from there, married, got two kids. I don't give two squats about six pack of abs. You know, I want to be able to, when my kids are 18, you know, chase them down and get them in a headlock if I've got to. Yep. Um, I want to be able to go play baseball with my kids and be able to squat. And I don't care how much that weight is. I don't really care about running 10 miles, you know. 
and I'll continue to challenge myself because this is my fitness journey and, and I want to continue to get better and stronger and, and all this, but my definition is not six pack of abs with big pecs and, and gigantic hamstrings. You know, it's, man, I just want to feel good, be flexible, be mobile, uh, and be able to hang with my kids, you know, 10 years from now. Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, almost to summate that is everybody's going to have kind of a version of themselves that they view as kind of healthy. And as long as they're striving towards that goal or like hitting that version of healthy at that yeah. time, that's a great definition. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I think, version of you. And I think a big part of that definition needs to be balanced as well. You know, um, you know, not allowing, you know, and by balance, I mean, mentally, yeah. emotionally, physically, right. spiritual, you know, um, can't just be the physical thing like correct. you're in the college. You can't just be the social thing. It, can, it has to be kind of a balance of all, all yeah. of the yeah. facets. Find your zen. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> find your health, find your zen, get your defining moment. I mean, right there, we've got it all. Boom. I, pre- I like that. <laughs> yeah, write that down. <laughs> awesome, man. Uh, we didn't even get time for the Spitfire stuff today, but we will have a part two, I guarantee you. And then we'll, we'll tackle all the um, Spitfire stuff. After that, I really appreciate it. This was a great conversation. I appreciate you having me, man. Thank yeah, you. if people need to find you, where can they find? Oh, you can find us uh, 878 Whipple Road, Suite 100 in Mount Pleasant. Uh, you can find us at definingmomentfitness.com. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, all those good things. Cool. Or you can shoot me a text, call me, whatever, 843-810-4763. And, of course, Ashley at definingmomentfitness.com. Um, would love to hear from you. Help you in any way that I can. Um, thanks for having me again. Really yeah, man, it, man, dude, this was this was this was awesome. Putting your personal cell phone out there, I love it. Love it. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to Healthy Charleston Podcast. Don't forget, your body is resilient, strong, and adaptable. The way to better healthcare and a healthier you is education and empowerment. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, we would love for you to give us a five star rating on iTunes. Maybe even leave some comments. I love the comments. If you want to find out more about me or about us and our health and human performance care model in our clinic, check out madetomovept.com. That's made, the number two, movept.com. Thanks so much.